brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are for another suds segment where good beer meets really bad radio. Okay, sorry, I think I'm probably the most excited one at the table. Very sing song. It's a good jingle. <laughs> I am good old gal Juliana, and with me today at the table is good old boy Dave. Testies, testies. One, two, three. Probably should have checked the mic before I started recording. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that is is always a pleasure to have you at the table. He never disappoints. Yes, no, never. never. Expectations are so low. Probably. Something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Good old boy Kendall. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for for being here and bringing some... Hmm. Gravitas. Cal- <laughs> Gravitas and calmness to this table. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because I'm tired. Oh, okay. Well, there's that too. Good boy, Drew. Hello. I'm just so pleased to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he says right now for the moment. <laughs> and good boy, Timmy. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tiny Tim. How's it going, <laughs> Scrooge? <laughs> it's going well. Well, today, folks, is a beercation recap. And everyone at the table can attest to a really good beercation. We all love those. I mean, at this point, every vacation turns into a beercation. Exactly. True. You know, you're ab- yeah, you're absolutely Someone right. asked us last week, do you ever do trips that don't involve beer? And I just looked at them like they were stupid or something. I- Why? Yeah. <laughs> Is that possible? I mean, if you go to Saudi Arabia, maybe. I don't know. Or Antarctica? Possibly. I bet there's beer in Antarctica. There needs think so? to be beer in Antarctica. Somebody had to bring some beer. Well. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Ice cold beer. Well, good old boy Dave and I took a day trip to Indianapolis, Indiana recently, and brought back some beer to drink and discuss. We're not going to include the really well-known Indiana breweries like Three Floyds or Sun King or Upland. We all admire and love their wares. We're going to focus on more on the breweries that were new to us and may also be new to you. But before we go any further, this sud segment is brought to you by... The Clear Beer Consortium. Hazy beer? We say it's lazy beer. That's right, brewers. We are here, we're clear, and we can see right through what you're doing. Actually, we can't, and that's the problem. You might think it's okay to serve an IPA that looks like a bowl of oatmeal, but why should we settle when you won't even let your yeast settle? Beer drinkers of the world, it's time to stand up and say, don't haze me, bro. (laughs) New beer title? New beer name? I I, I guess. Someone has to have done that already. Someone had to stand up. Uh, You would think, right? Someone had to be brave. Okay. So what comes to mind when you guys think of Indiana? 
Looky here, looky here. Bobby Knight just threw his chair. Clear across the free throw lane. Corn. Flat. <laughs> Basketball. Gray skies. Tom Petty. Cold. Lake effects now. Mm. Do they get a lot? Yeah, I guess they yeah, do get Northern, a lot of Northern Indiana. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is Tom Petty from there? Which song I was it? So. The Indiana Girls? I'm telling the you, Indiana Mary Nights. Jane. It's, it's no. Last Dance with Mary Jane. Yeah. I promise you. Okay. It is. We 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 confirmed that, yes. But you know they yeah. do say Indianapolis is the vacation capital of the world. Who says Who that? Who says that? I don't know, but well, I, it no, might be true. The Indianapolis the- Tourism Bureau. <laughs> oh, the NFL Combine is always no, in yeah. Indianapolis. At the RCA, no, no, it's... Lucas Oil Stadium. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Lucas I think Oil. they just haven't been down to Nash Vegas as honky tonks then. But anyways. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, honky tonk. Yeah. Okay. Well, Indiana just wants to be like Nashville, right? There is the Indy Doesn't 500. Have, yeah. Well, that's, there, we do have to mention that there is, much. there is, cool. yes, yes, there is. Well, as it turns out, there is a pretty vibrant brew scene and at least one amazing tiki bar Inferno Room. Yes, go there. We'll touch on all that as we go. Uh, good old boy, Tim, would you mind giving us today's lineup? Do it, Tim. Do it, man. I will do it. Let's do it. First. That's what she said. Oh, nice. <laughs> we have Laser Raptor Sour Ale with Cranberry Lime and Sea Salt from Central State Brewing Company. We have Stock Option Farmhouse IPA from the Taxman Brewing Company. I wonder if Man. all of their beers Man. are tax pun related. Oh, they are. They are. Wow. Refund. It's really exemption. digging deep. Yeah. Uh, we have sale. <laughs> Session IPA. We have the Velvet Cashmere Pale Ale from 18th Street Brewery. Also from 18th Street, we have the Hunter Double Milk Stout and the Vanilla Variant. And we have the Puppy Slumber Party Peanut Butter Milk Stout. Adorable. From Metazoa Brewing Company. We have the Mom and Dad Hazy IPA from Bare Hands. The Hopopotamus? Hopopotamus. 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 Hopopotamus, yeah. IPA from Metazoa. And last but not least, the Drain the Swamp Double IPA from Bare Hands Brewery. Dun, dun, dun. They made it with their bare hands. Oh, so it's... B-A-R-E, not B-E-A-R. Yes, bare hands. Yes, oh. they, they're very hairy hands with long fingernails. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just ripped the face right off of you. Totally. Wow. I thought that was the hops ripping the face off of you. Mm, but anyways. Could be. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Timmy. You're welcome. Good job, Tim. Thanks, guys. Oh, okay. Moving on. Good old boy, Drew. Would you mind reading us the Suds ratings for today in your own accent for once? (laughs) We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these following Suds ratings, plus our signature belting sounds. Belching, belting, something like that. Here are those ratings now. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Three, ah. What a relief. Four, a body should really not make that sound. And five, listen to that hang time, bro. Give me another. Oh, I feel, feel so much 
much better now. Do you do you yeah. feel ten pounds lighter? Woo. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Okay. Turn the fan on. Uh yeah. I think it I think the fan needs to light be. a match. Don't. So, any brief thoughts about our trip before we get started on the beer, sir? Glad you drove. <laughs> so, it was cool because uh, Indianapolis is only about four hours drive from uh, Nashville, so it was very doable for a day trip. Um, we were going to go to Chicago, but then it was snowing, so we went to Indianapolis where it snowed. Um, so, But not as much snow. Not as much snow as Chicago. Yes. So that was good. Um, very flat drive. I think flat was mentioned before. <laughs> it was. Yes. There's a few areas of the state that have some rolling hills. Yeah. Well, they got so. that uh, Santa Claus, Indiana. Isn't right. Where the southwestern yeah. Indiana. I yeah. Know. Don't they do skiing there, or is that in uh, somewhere? If you can call it skiing. Yeah. So that yeah, um, yeah. That was my thought. It's a very well laid out city. I'll say that. It nice, is nice grid. Yeah, and the streets downtown are really wide. It would be really nice to live in a city that has streets more than two lanes wide in the downtown area. I know. What was the name of that deli? Ah, uh, Shapiro's. Man, mm-hmm. the pastrami at Shapiro's, <sighs> top notch. Yeah, it's it's pretty outstanding. Pretty outstanding. But yeah, that was the one thing that I really dug about driving down there. I mean, and it's an old city, so you have a lot of like nice vintage homes, but they're all set back from the road, but the road is so wide anyways. And I kept thinking to myself, well, okay, this is the perfect snow town mm-hmm. because you have room for the snow to pile up. But then I'm like, well, they certainly didn't plan their streets around the snow. I don't know, but uh, it, it or does always they? strike me because, well, they've got a lot of land. When you've got yeah. completely flat plain to work with, it makes it easier to build a city. Yeah, I guess, it, true. I guess it does, right? Yeah. Did you guys get up to Broad Ripple? We were or near down. Broad Ripple. Yeah. Um, the the beer store we went to, Sobro, was not far from Broad Ripple. And then what was the name of the place, the first place, the pub? Um, like Alley Cat, I think, or something like Hop that. Hopcat. Hopcat. We went yeah. to Hopcat. They have 120 beers on tap yeah. or something like that. Oh, yeah. They're uh, they're based originally out of Grand Rapids. And they've yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It was it was nice. Good menu. Friendly service. Yeah. And a there was a lot of... Um, a wide variety of Indiana beers to pick from. Like it wasn't, it was pretty cool that way. I think I, I would recommend anytime you're going to travel, like if you, if there are specific breweries you, you were like, you, that you love that you want to go to, that's cool. But go somewhere like a tap room or a brew pub or something where they're going to have a variety of beer and they're going to have a lot of local beers. That way you get to try as many different things and do a couple of flights. Yeah. You, know, you can make the biggest dent. I like doing that early. So then, uh, you know, you might have some and like, oh, people told me to go to this brewery, but I'm not that impressed. I'm going to go to this other one I found, you know? Yeah, but, exactly. Well, and that's, that's, that's the danger too. It's like, oh, wow, this place is great. And then that happened to me with Monkish. Mm-hmm. Well, but anyways. Yeah. Always ask the locals. True. True. But well, I think getting it. look shady. Yeah, but I think getting a good idea of what the city has to offer and what the brewery, you know, what breweries are there if you don't have enough time to like do your homework beforehand, that's a great thing. Yeah, and talk to a bartender. They'll give you good uh, insight. Always drew that. Yeah, yeah. And And always go to a tiki bar. Whenever you hit a new town. That's that's a good idea. Uh, I've learned that from one of my friends who's a huge tiki bar fan. And yeah. Every time we travel together, we have to go to a tiki bar. Sure. But, yeah, the one in Indianapolis is pretty outstanding. 
I think. Yes. What's old is new again, I guess. Uh, it is. It is. We'll be right back to start the beers in just a second. Welcome back, everyone. So today's episode is talking about beers from Indiana. And the first beer up for bids is from Central State Brewery. Which I'll give you five dollars. You give me five dollars. Well, you did say up for sold. bids. Yeah. Sold. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 They are from Indianapolis, and sorry, Drew. I, I know it was, it was terrible. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> and what we're going to talk about is Laser Raptor. It's a sour ale with cranberry, lime, and sea salt. Five point nine percent ABV, and it is rather pink in color. So a goza with cranberries and lime, once thought to be extinct, Laser Raptor is a goza-style beer brewed with cranberries, lime, sea salt, and fermented with our own unique yeast blend. Was the goza extinct or the Laser Raptor? Maybe hmm. both in this case. I think the I think the goza is what killed the Laser Raptor. Oh, that Ooh. would explain a lot. Yes, it was all that sea salt, the uh, blood pressure, just you know. Couldn't take it. It was the slow kill. Yeah. Sodium overload. The silent killer. Sodium. It was very saline salty. Yes, it is. And limey. Cranberry margarita. Cranberry lime seltzer. Limeade. Yeah. yeah. It kind of was. And I don't even get a lot of no, cranberries. There's just no body I at all. I didn't get much cranberry. It's like if you already- I didn't get much beer. It's like if you already but have something good. that's tart, like a goza or sour, like a goza. Do you want to add cranberry and lime to kind of amp that up, or do you want to kind of soften? I mean, it I didn't even know. get like goza sourness; it's just like lime. The mm-hmm. lime is the yeah. dominant flavor. I thought it was a kettle sour initially. Yeah, I think it probably I is. Think it is, yeah. But I think they they limed it up for sure. Well, and, maybe, and then sprinkled some salt. Maybe. Well, we rated I mean, the, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it is tasty, I thought. Like, I drank yeah. it in about two seconds. It's it's refreshing. On a hot summer day, it would go down very nice. Exactly. There's there's not a lot to it. No. But it is. it would not. refresh you. It is crisp and light. It's not what bad. Would you, what would you eat with this? Anything? Tacos. It's tacos? Yeah. Well, that's what I, was I think saying. just about any food would overwhelm this. Yeah. But, but this mm-hmm. is just, just, just a washing it down beer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know what? You can make a pretty good beer slushy out of this, though. That would that be, would be ooh, awesome. Yeah. That's, That's a great do. idea. Beer yeah. slushy, laser raptor slushy. Okay. Yeah. Add a little bit of tequila. Now sure. we're talking. Now yeah. Right. Now you got yeah. That, yeah. That, that way lasers you, are shooting out. You <laughs> get a little alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> a little tequila, a little uh, Cointreau, and probably uh, make this thing happen. You know yeah. what? Tim, turn around, grab that. <laughs> Any mezcal over there? As a matter of fact, Finally we had seventeen <laughs> bottles of mezcal right within reach. So, what did we rate this one? Uh, the Laser Raptor from Central State. We rated a three. Right. That's a good start. You have to start with the dinosaurs. Sure, they came first. Yep, they created the Big Bang. Yes, of course. Okay, that's what I learned in Indiana history class. Really? Oh, wow! It's a good. History Specialized class history class. History of Indiana. <laughs> yeah, this is the history of Indiana beer. Nice. It starts wow. with the Laser Raptor. Gotcha. And then first, it works up. First beer ever brewed in Indiana was Laser Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in 1873. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, 
Nice. I like it that. aged well. Yes. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty cool. Okay. Next brewery that we're going to talk about is Metazoa, also from Indianapolis. And the first one is this cute little puppy slumber party. Aww. It is a peanut butter milk stout with intense peanut butter aroma and dark malt flavor. Um, I, w- I would have guessed Puppy Slumber Party would be like a rosé. Really? Gosa or something. Oh, well. But I would agree uh, with intense aroma on the peanut butter. Yeah, unfortunately, the flavor on this not one didn't, much. didn't really deliver. The body's no. not uh, really what you'd expect. Yeah, I thought it was a little thin for what should be a milk stout. Um, even if there's lactose in there, you're just not sensing it. Yeah, it seemed like they could have had more of everything in this beer. It, my first thought was it was a porter. It just didn't seem big enough to be a stout. It's there's no roast. I don't. I oh, get more chocolate. That's why it's puppy because it's not that big. See, uh, well, it is only six point four percent. Okay, so maybe that's what they mean by the puppy slumber you know, party. You know, good old boy Mike's go-to on porters is always Tootsie Roll, and this thing is almost like a liquid Tootsie Roll. It there's is. There's no raspberry though. No, sadly, yes. no raspberry. If it doesn't have raspberry, Mike won't drink it. Man. I know that for If a we only had a good raspberry beer to toss it into this. Yes. <laughs> Blends, bro. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Let, let, let's find Mike. And Maybe I, he's got something in yeah. his sleeve for us. I do like the the finish on this beer. It's got, it's like peanut butter up front, but it has that nice, like, roasty little bite right at the end there. I do like that. You get just a little bit of the roast on the end, but not much else anywhere in the flavor. Right. Yeah, I get a little too much water on the end. So the finish is the weakest part of it for me. Oh, well, thanks. It smells yeah. delicious. But, I mean, it would, yeah, Dave could. I imagine Dave likes it. Yes, I like watery things. <laughs> you look hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> His skin is glowing. I made a puddle under my <laughs> Just like a little puppy. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get a mop. Oh, okay. Well, I like the finish, so up yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what would you pair with a peanut butter stout? Reese's Cups. Yeah, I'd eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with this beer. Well, jelly. That'd be mm. good. I wouldn't yeah. hate putting this in, yeah. like making some ice cream yeah, with this Yeah, that's what beer. I was thinking. Some kind of a dessert beer. Make a float with it. Sure, yeah. sure. That would be good. There's not a lot of applications uh, for peanut butter beers. You know, they, you, you can't go a million different directions with them. You almost have to go like desserty with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. a nice like salmon. Piece of salmon <laughs> with this. Say some pad oh, thai might really not be terrible. Yeah, I was fish. just thinking that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. if there's enough peanuts, yeah, yeah. you get a very peanutty pad thai. It mm-hmm. might just work. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, you got a good point there. Yeah, and I was thinking like dessert wise, like a good mascarpone. Mm. You know. Mm. Don't threaten me with a good time. With a with a, a little graham cracker or something like that. I oh think my! <laughs> German chocolate cake. How did you get me in that box? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, the puppy slumber party from Metazoa Brewing Company. We rated a three. All right, two threes. Starting it off. That's pretty good. Ooh, we're going crazy, huh? What? What? Who's well, the, next? The next one is also from Metazoa, but something completely different. It is called Hopopotamus India Pale Ale. This one is 7% ABV. The Hopopotamus may be gentler than its unpredictable hippo cousin. Ha! 
But don't let the balanced flavor profile fool you. It's full of surprises. Best appreciated from a wide mouth glass, the aroma is bright with notes of grapefruit, orange peel, and tropical fruit. A burst of floral bitterness from the Citra Mosaic hops is balanced by a soft sweetness from a light-handed dose of Vienna malt. Just when you think it's gonna zig, it zags. Try to keep up, folks. Huh, okay. Thoughts? About the hippo? Well, about the, about the hippo, I'll tell you, <laughs> people don't realize hippos kill hundreds of people every year in Africa. They're bad news, Jack. Respect the hippo. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's because they can't zig and zag. That's right. They're extremely territorial. <laughs> Highly unpredictable. Yes. 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 I will say, as this has gotten warmer, I'm getting like this ammonia characteristic on the nose. It does not warm up too well. No. 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 I get Ooh. a little more like... Almost buttery type. When they stuff. say store for, store cold, drink fresh, they mean it. Yeah, I mean it was like I, I liked it a lot cold. Uh, had a nice bitterness. Like we've yeah. had, we have a couple of New Englands in this fight, and it has a little more bitterness, and I, I find it more refreshing to have that than just a straight juice bomb. Yeah, it was it was kind of like a what I've been calling modern IPAs. It's kind of lighter in body and color but you can see through it it's still clear which is rare these days yeah you're getting some of those tropical notes that you get in the some of the hazy boys but yet it, this had that little bit of old school piney bitterness that i like there is a bitter finish on this yes there is i really like this and i'm not like i i do not check off west coast hoppy craziness you know as my favorite profile but with all the New Englands that we've been having lately, this is so refreshing to me, and it's great. And like, I get this grapefruit pithiness with the with the hot bitterness at the end, which I just think is nice. It's very pithy. Would you say it's it is kind of pithy. sort of a crossroad between a West Coast and a <laughs> Eastern style? Wow. Well, I like the fact that they didn't like a OJ central it up. State. Yeah, like a central state. Middle something. America. Yeah. Midwestern-ish. <laughs> would you drink this in a little pink house? Sure, I would. Yes, definitely. With Mr. Mellencamp playing in the background. But what I, I guess if this, if there really is a Midwestern IPA style, I guess I would be leaning, that this would be leaning in that direction. Because you are getting, you know, the bitterness of a West Coast and the fruitiness of an East Coast. Except that it's just grapefruit and not OJ. Yeah. I like that. Mm. It's a good description. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. Right, Works sure. for me. Midwestern people are pretty bitter. So, yeah. I think they're balanced. Uh, so like they're, they're bitter and they're nice. Uh, they're bitter I've, and I've they're sweet. I've known quite a few and they were mostly unbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the type of people you hang out with. Well, that's what I attract. Wow. Not you, honey. I, uh, I, mean, I meant like others. Sure. Different sure. time of my life. Okay. Well, the Hopopotamus IBA, IPA from Metazoa Brewery in Indianapolis, we rated a four. Uh, what? Uh, we did. Collectively, we did like it. Good I job, swear. Metazoa. Okay. Another one that we're going to talk about, which I think is kind of cute. Um, we have two... Beers from Bare Hands Brewery. The and, first one is... And the first one that we're going to talk about is Mom and Dad. 
So, what you have here is yet another beer showing appreciation for the amazing people that support, guide, encourage, and inspire us at Bear Hands Brewery. Richard and Monica Yost have grown to be known as mom and dad here at the brewery. They have been by our side, well, at our bar rail, since its inception. Um, they designed the beer to truly represent them. Like mom and dad, it is smooth but vibrant, luscious but delicate, well-executed and balanced, and of course, made with lots of positive vibes and love to spread to the people that will consume it. We brought new and classic methods and ingredients together in their honor. Loads of oats were used alongside Vermont ale yeast and a touch of milk sugar to create a smooth, solid foundation and a hint of sweetness to let the amazing flavors of Idaho 7 hops do their thing. Tropical citrus and piney aroma and flavor mingle nicely with a silky, smooth body. Well, there you go. There you have it. 6.3%. Thanks, mom and dad. So the mom and dad you choose as opposed to the mom and dad that you have. Because otherwise, disappointment. You wouldn't want your real mom and dad hanging out at your tap. Yeah, this beer does not taste judgy. No, not at all. (laughs) Yes. Love you, mom and dad. I like the fact that there's lactose in here, but it's not. Yeah, I I was wondering about that because there's a hint of it but it's not like a milkshake ipa where it's right. just all in your face yeah yeah see yeah. i don't love the fact that there's any lactose in this <laughs> as does someone it, who's lactose intolerant i agree does it does, <laughs> but does i was it, a rebel child and always opposed to mom and dad anyways so yeah. it mm. goes with the territory well you're already so sweet that you don't need any extra sugar it tastes like mom jeans fella. you know <laughs> yeah what do those taste like ew we'll talk about it out there <laughs> No, I do like this beer. Um, I don't. I don't love it though. I I gave it a, a middle of the road rating myself. It's it's a nice New England, but it's a little too acidic. It's a little too orange juicy, and as I said, I don't. I don't care for the I just the don't lactose. like drinking it, but I like when I feel good after it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The upside is it does make you feel good inside, like mom and dad, nice and warm. Well, since this one isn't over the top New England IPA. What would you guys be having with this beer? Corn? <laughs> I'm going to say that for all the rest of the Indiana beers. Corn. <laughs> we could we could, you know, double a little deeper, you know, like corn casserole with like some nice cheddar cheese, uh, mm. maybe a little bit of bacon in there. Sure. Cheddar cheese, bacon, cornbread. Ooh. Mm, nice. Yeah. With jalapenos? Yeah. Yeah, I think something very biscuity would help balance this out a lot. Yeah, the the acid just kind of got to me a little too much. Some corn ceviche. There's a drying characteristic on the finish. Yeah, it does it. dry out quite a bit. I actually enjoyed this, and maybe that's why. It's because it, it's not quite New England-y, which right. I'm kind of yeah. over because they're all the same. This has got a very unique twist to it. This is the like the best kind of visit from your mom and dad. It's like there's a lot going on, and then boom, they're gone. Well, I I echo what Kendall said. Um, I really like this too, and I like that it's not over the top. You know, just a hint of that milk sugar. Um, so I give them props for refraining Control. because in a lot of ways it's yeah. understated, but it's in all the good ways, and it kind of works together yep. to make a really drinkable beer. A lot of New Englands, I could not drink two pints in a row. I this know. one, I feel like I could. Yeah. Well, in this one, you said what was the ABV? Six point. 
something? 6.3. Yeah. See, that's that's a great thing, too, that you're getting all this flavor with the sweetness and yeah. all the things going on at 6.3%. That's a sweet spot. Doesn't blow you up. <laughs> yeah, that is a sweet spot. Yeah, sweet spot. Well, we rated Mom and Dad from Bare Hands a four. Uh, Good job, Bare Hands. Your big furry bear hands. Big furry bear hands. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. Now, the next one from also from Bare Hands. Okay. I want to rate this a five just on can art alone. She likes good cans. Well, okay. It's a great label. It's great cans. This, This is called Drain the Swamp Double APA. And... To be fair, um, Bear Hands is actually from Granger, Indiana, and not Indianapolis. So Ooh. it's close. It's close. Maybe that's what makes it a little better. Maybe. 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 So this is a double IPA brewed with massive additions of late boil and whirlpool hops. We dry hop not once, but twice after fermentation and add huge hop aromas and flavors yes. that shine behind a soft mouthfeel and minimal bitterness. And this one is 8% ABV. Mm-hmm, yummy. Mm. So what does the can look like for those who are... Okay, so there is some... In. There is yes. some swampland, and there is a wonderfully beautiful... It's got this rat fink-esque... Woman. <laughs> I, Do you I, think Indiana was a swamp back so in the day a, before? So there's a rat woman... In a swamp? Oh no, Rat Fink, the you know legendary uh, animator of uh, Hot Rods. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, it kind of has that. that yeah, it's got a little of that cartoony feel. Yeah, yeah, it is very sure. cartoony. Yeah, it just has a, a woman who's looking very disapprovingly on the swamp. Yes. Yeah, must, she must be a teacher. She's so, a little. She's a little upset. Although she looks kind of trailer trashy, though. She yeah, she's very trashy and very judgy. <laughs> very. A lot of eyeliner. Mm. Yes. Well, you did say bright it was a blue woman, so. eyeshadow. Yes, and um, eyeshadow, and she's got a clipboard that says "fail," not once, not twice, but three times. Fail. Well, this beer didn't fail for me. No, no, no not at all. If I can segue into that. Well, that was a well done segue. Thanks. Team. Almost like Thanks for the setup. Before. That was Good job, Julie. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect setup there. Hey, I'm I'm here. No, for this you. beer just like the mom and dad. Uh, it's smooth. It's very tasty. This one's definitely more New Englandy, but this is one I could drink two of, and then at eight percent, still big, yeah. But home. it doesn't it doesn't mess you up, yeah. You want to drink more of this. Good flavors on it. Really nice aroma on it, and there is a little bit of of bitterness at the end, which is nice for it being hazy as heck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just a juice bomb. There's a little bit more substance in the background. Yes, substance. How about you, Drew? I uh, have to, you know, parrot what's been said already. I definitely say it's a haze bomb. It's extremely, it's the most opaque of the beers we've had so far. Well, we'll be back in a minute to give us a rating. Welcome back, everyone. So we're in the middle of discussing some beers from Indiana. And we've been talking about Bear Hands um, Drain the Swamp. So... It's a New England IPA-ish style, but it's got a little, yeah, it's got a little zip to it. And we were waxing poetic on it there for a minute, as well as the amazing can art that it has. And we are rating this a four. 
So what would you guys pair with this? You said something about parrot earlier. So is that what you would pair with this, or um, I can either confirm or deny. Yeah. You know, eating yeah. some endangered species. Not a lot. Not. not a lot of meat on the bone. Yeah. I've, I've got a guy. Parrot. Yeah. If you want nope. to talk. <laughs> Keeping with the corn theme, how about some elote? You know, I'd love yeah. some cilantro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, some Mexican street corn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Indeed. That's so good. That is so good. Yeah. yeah. But I always have a hard time of thinking of things to pair with a New England IPA. You know, it's just, there's so much going on in the beer already. And yeah. It's, it's, they're usually juicy and sweet, which I don't know. It's like drinking a glass of orange juice. What, what else am I going to pair this with? You know, Pancakes? breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Bacon, bacon nice. and eggs. Uh, right. Lobster roll. Egg scramble. Yeah. I could see that. Well, yeah. some creamy. Something savory and kind of uh, salty to kind of cut through some of that. Uh, yeah. The juicy juiciness. Definitely. You know? Yeah. I think that's what we yeah, would you can't. Need. You can't go with something complimentary. You're going to have to find something that just really contrasts. That kind of stands up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like big old chili burger. Okay. Moving on. Let's get over to 18th Street Brewery. And the first where do you one. Think it's, where do you think it's located? Um, I think it's on Main Street. Uh, it might that be. Was a terrible joke. I know where it's at. I don't know if it's actually on 18th Street. If it's not, it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Now, it seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, 18th Street is actually outside of Indianapolis. It's in Hammond, Indiana. That's way outside of Indianapolis. Just I was trying to be nice. Yes, <laughs> I is. like this can art. Okay, the can art on this is kind of rad. Um, yeah, in a very Japanese um, samurai-ish kind of vintagey, very elaborate. You're something. really good at describing cans. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, no, I'm. I'm. Th- this would be a close second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is a double milk stout, which is brewed with lactose, sugar, and cocoa nibs. And this comes in at What's a, this one? Is this Hunter? This is Hunter, yes. Um, ABV on this, I can't. 27. Wow, no, it doesn't taste like 27. I don't think it's 27. No? I'll have to look that up while we're talking about it. 18. Okay. That's my, so that's my last offer. Final offer. I get a lot of roast off this. Like After I make my coffee and I'm opening up my machine to dump my grounds out, that yeah. just the wet grounds, that roasty coffee smell is just really prominent. I guess yeah. it's like a seven and a half or that's my guess. Officially. I like the uh, the cocoa component in it. It's like uh, that kind of that cocoa powder. Yeah, because it I, works well with that. It's a lot thicker. Than yeah, I was gonna say what we've had thus far that's as what well. What I like about it too. Well, this is um, only 8%, and this is a father's Close. toast James to Close. his son. Yeah. Um, yes. Here, have a beer. I know, right? Yes. Cool. Put it in his bottle. Um, well, I mean, you... I'm sort of chocolate milk-esque. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, chocolate milk stout. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah. the thickness yeah. is what I want in a stout. And it's nice when you can get that. And it doesn't have to be ten or twelve percent or something Agreed. crazy. Yeah, but I like that the uh, the lactose does give it a creaminess, and that that creamy with the kind of the roast coffee thing going on gives it. You know, I always put a, way too much half and half in my coffee, so it, it kind of reminds me of that. A yeah, little definitely. coffee with your cream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I like the the big the big mouthfeel on it. It's it's nice. It's a little decadent, kind of desserty. Might have to open another can of this beer. Get a big old 
piece of cake to eat with this thing. Oh yeah. Would you want a cake with this? I no, would. I would like. I would like it with some fruit. I look. You know, I just, just want give some me some. Ra- I just want cake too. Yeah. Give me some raspberries. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wouldn't hate like a flourless, you know, chocolate tort with this, you know, with like a nice raspberry sauce. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you need something a little sweet and fruity to go along with it. Pine of well, cherry Garcia. Him, so. Ooh. I see, and I'm weird, and I'm thinking like a Mexican mole Ooh. with this. I wouldn't mind using this to make a mole. You could. Yeah. It would be great in the sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get some moles anyways like you guys said really good mouthfeel nice roastiness it's slick on the tongue um, and like a good standard you know you want your stouts to be like this anyways we rated Hunter uh, from 18th Street a 4 yay Hunter yeah if Unlike the IPAs, though, this one has gotten better as it's gotten a little. Oh, lower. absolutely! You would expect that from a beer this big. Of but course, they're they're doing some great stuff. I remember first hearing about them uh, a few years ago. Um, they're also kind of like Three Floyds. I consider them more of a Chicago land brewery than an Indiana brewery. Yeah, Hammond is right up there by the border. Uh, but yeah, they've been getting a lot of love in the Chicago area for, for several years now, and sure. making some great beers. Excellent. Yeah, I think they've even meddled a couple of times at GABF, too. Mm. Anyways, um, we were lucky enough to find a variant on the Hunter. So our next beer, um, also from 18th Street Brewery, is the Hunter Vanilla. And this is the second in their Hunter Vertical Series. It starts out with the base Hunter Milk Stout, which they then added whole vanilla beans to really? complement the roastiness right. with an elegant rounded out flavor. This one is eight and a half percent ABV. Whoa. Hmm. Okay. All that, all that vanilla kicked oh. in. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Just, just it out. Ramped it up another half percent. I would expect that if, you know, maybe they used vanilla extract because it was, you know, mostly oh, vanilla alcohol. Tincture. Yeah, yeah created tincture, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's come out a little bit more as it's warmed up, but the vanilla is still not really doing a lot for me here. i still get it more on the nose than in the flavor yeah you, you smell the vanilla but when you taste it it's like um, is in my mind it's, playing games that? with me it's barely yeah i get it on the finish yeah it's kind it's of a just a itty bitty bit i'm not a fan of vanilla in beer, but this is muted enough that it's not terrible yeah i think the problem is that people love barrel aged beers and they you know you start talking about those flavors and they love the vanilla-esque flavor and i i love vanilla that comes out of oak or some bourbon barrel or something like that but when you add vanilla you, you, it's just you can't replicate it they're different things and yeah. oftentimes it comes out harsh and it just makes the finish on the beer if you're a expecting lot one thing and you get it the can, other then it yeah. can, can be a very strong flavor and that's i hear what you're saying because a lot of vanilla beers just don't work for me either well, it's kind of like agree. cinnamon you know it's like really easy to go way overboard with yeah it. like mm-hmm. i want to touch but it's tough too because obviously everyone tastes it at different levels so if you get a touch of cinnamon or a touch of vanilla it could be way overblown for me yeah. and and that's the trouble you run with adding these spices or other extracts. What do you yep. think about this, Juliana? Well, aroma-wise, I was getting excited about it. And then taste-wise, it just it fell a little short for me. That's because what she said. Thank you. Because for all of the vanilla-ness I was expecting, and I was thinking like vanilla cream, you know, that kind of lays on top over all this roastiness, I just was a little sad that it wasn't there. 
It was on the end, but like the very, very end. Yeah. And it and it faded really quickly for me. So it was a a little bit of a letdown. Good now fart in the wind. Right. Gone. Now vanilla milk stouts, desertish? Or do we venture into like steak territory with it or Some what? Chili. Chili? Yeah. Yeah. Could do that. That might be nice. I wouldn't hate like a venison chili, you know, some sort of gaminess to mm-hmm. go along with the um, The gaminess would be a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would. That would. I wonder on the utilization of the vanilla if they just did the whole vanilla beans or if they sliced them ahead of time because I've made vanilla if you extract don't, before. you got to cut them open. If you don't slice them open, you don't get the... I'm yeah, sure, I'm the sure they know enough you to, 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 yeah. slice to them do and that. Scrape them. But this is one where, um, you know, a lot, a lot of times you always wonder which way it's going to go. Is the variant going to be better than the original base beer or is the base beer going to be better? And in this case, I think the base beer is better. Which that's a good sign for, like, if they're doing a true verticals of it or whatever or a series because if your base beer is not great then you're just covering up stuff yeah. right I but agree. in this one the base beer is really really good so when they find the right additions or or you know adjuncts to to put in there it you know it'll it'll work really well like maybe a, a mexican chocolate version of this stout would be that really would be good. good that sounds amazing yeah or what i was saying before just throw some raspberries in the barrel oh, i think that would be delicious but a ton of raspberries would be great no actually that would be good, that nice. would be good. actually you know what i like too is blueberries Ooh, uh, in these kinds nice. of stouts yeah the tartness and the that that really nice uh bite of the blueberry adds adds a nice component to it a reduction of this would be phenomenal on oh, yeah. some game or just even turning it into like a barbecue sauce with oh. those blueberries like you talked about yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. dang okay well <laughs> the <laughs> the vanilla version of the hunter double milk stout from 18th street brewery we rated a three do now, better now, one last beer from 18th Street that we're going to talk about, which also has some really interesting can art, is the Velvet Cashmere Pale Ale. And this pale ale was brewed with 100% butter. cashmere oh, hops. And butter. And no. <laughs> Giving it all away. <laughs> sorry. Now, this one is only 4.5% ABV. Hmm. And the can art on it is kind of interesting. It's got like this vintage um sorry there was some spooky music playing in the background we thought the house was haunted all of a sudden the house might be haunted could be it might um there's a lot of spirits the canard on this maybe um (laughs) does it remind you kind of like of old vintage cartoons like almost japanese cartoony kind of stuff with this three-eyed with this three-eyed monster yeah no maybe I can't really see it from where you're holding it. The okay, sorry. The Let me take another look at this. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Honestly, it reminds me of the of a Three Floyds label. Okay. Okay. Kind of that. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. From a distance, I was thinking Jackson Pollock, but up close, that's just really weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Three Floyds just, label. Yeah. Like really there's, weird. There's a three-eyed goat, and or is it a ram? It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Sure. It's something. There's a there's a few hops, you know, shooting in like meteors. Yeah. Well, should we open that can to see if it's the same as the other one? I would like to because yeah, let's the do original. that. It's a good idea. Mm. 
So, so I alluded to it n- not very cleverly. No. Um, <laughs> or, you know, secretly. Oh, wow. It's unusual. Because I, you know what? Here's the thing. Like, you guys are always like, oh, there's butter, you know, diacetyl and all this yeah. crap. And I never pick it up as well as the rest of you. But, I mean, dude, it like slapped me right in the face. Yeah. It was yeah. a little profound. Yeah, there was a lot of diacetyl on that. And I'm very sensitive to it. I, I picked that up immediately, which is so disappointing because I smelled it before I tasted it. And I want to love this beer because I love 18th Street. But every once in a while, stuff happens. Yeah. And how's the second? Yeah, how's the second can? version of this? Not as. Not as, yeah, I don't But it's still as, there. Yeah, not as bad, but it's still there. Hmm. How long had the first one been open before you guys poured it off? Like, in, I mean, instant. Okay. Yeah, yeah it mean, was instant. Generally, that's a flaw in fermentation, you know. So it's going to be there. It's not something that was, you know, there was a, a can that was bad. It or- can occur from some infection, but we didn't taste that in any of their other beers. So I would say their canning lines probably, you know, sanitizing Good. those it cans as well. Process area. I, I think it's more of a probably, brewing process. Yeah. Probably under pitching the yeast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is, it's profound butter. And as it warms up, the butteriness is even. Oh yeah, more side by side. It's like butter. Yeah, no, it's it's. I I mean, you know, we talk about butter flavors, and but this is legitimately. I'm going to a movie theater, and all I'm smelling is butter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the giveaway for me, even if you don't taste like like to me, they always taste like butterscotch candies, and Mm -hmm. it has like an oily, slick mouthfeel. Yes, at the end. And you'll just get no hops, and you'll say, I thought it was an IPA, I don't taste any hops. So those There's, are all the giveaway for me. And it just, it clouds over everything that you can't even get to the base of what this is. Like, I wish yeah. I could get there, and I just can't. I wouldn't no. hate using this in um, instead of some white balsamic vinegar as a, like a salad dressing. Uh, well, anyways, okay. So sadly, we're rating <laughs> this beer, the Velvet Cashmere from 18th Street, a two. Do and better, ho- and hoping that it may just be this batch. Okay. So yeah. I had a quick question. Send us another version of this. You said please. cashmere hops. I have not been keeping up with the hop varieties. I feel like they're just too many. What what's cashmere supposed to be? I'm not. I'm not sure to be honest either. I'm with you. It's kind of tough to keep up with i feel kind of sheepish but i don't know a lot oh, about cashmere. nice yeah uh, well is it spelled like the like the wool or is it spelled like the you know like a india the pale province ale. yeah like the led zeppelin song well or cashmere the, the region is a it's a northern brewer um kind well at least i can find it on northern brewer it's a versatile oh. dual purpose hop that brings complex aromas of citrus and tropical fruit okay oh, wow. this does none of that which is very different from the base flavors of northern brewer yeah and they were developed by washington state university by crossing cascade with northern brewer so so there's interesting. that i can't quite make out a date on the printing if of the you really of the can if you really gulp it and drink it fast, it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it takes like two weeks to even show up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It might have been fine going out the door. Yeah. Which is a shame. That's what I was wondering. Maybe. Okay. Well, overall, we got a nice cross breeding of beers, I think, for today. Um, I mean, some stouts, some IPAs, some New England IPAs, and a little bit of a Raptor, too. Right, dinosaur beer. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us today. 
Thank you so much for joining us. You can always find us where you found this episode, as well as radio, satellite, online at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place you listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find the show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google, play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at Sip Sud Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. Five stars. Please. Go to Boy Kendall. Please tell us about your beer blog. My lovely wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Well, good old boy Dave. What? Say goodbye. Oh, oh bye. <laughs> Good old boy Kendall, thanks for being here. It's a pleasure as always. I've loved it. Thank you. Good old boy Drew. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Oh. Good old boy Tim. Thank you, and thank you, Indiana. It's some tasty beer. This is Good Old Gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling and we'll catch you next time. production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.